What's up, everyone? We're back after it's um, round two of the free agency. Yeah, round two. Not as eventful, but still, um, stuff has happened. A decent amount of stuff, I would say. Yeah, a decent amount. It's a little, uh, it's a little calm, but I have a feeling a couple of guys are going to start falling off the board. Mm-hmm. Ho- hopefully, hopefully, it makes it makes uh, our job a lot easier when um. Guys finally start to sign, especially with a couple of guys. Like last week, we had said that Tarasenko signed with the Hurricanes, and then he and then he very well didn't. And then he fired his agent. Yeah, he and now he turned into UFA. Had a Freddie Freeman type moment. Yeah, like good God, I don't. How does that happen? So. I think what happened was there was like a miscommunication between him and his agent or something like that. And his contract with his agent ran out right before they signed the deal. So they just axed it. So now he's back on the, uh, so now he's back on the UFA status. And he was pretty much the only big free agent of the top, like 55 left. Pretty much. Yeah. There are, there are a couple of guys left. So, there's like a bunch of like depth guys, but like all of the all the big free agents, he's like the only one left of like the top yeah. fifty. He was like when I saw a list on CBS and NHL, he was the only name left on the market. So which is crazy how fast all those signings happened. The top fifteen, according to the hockeywriters.com. Number one, Vladimir Tarasenko, who had uh, 50 points last year. Number two, Patrick Kane, but he won't be playing until like November or December. Uh, Thomas Tatar, Matt Dumba, Caleb Jones, Phil Kessel, Ethan Bear, Pius Suter, uh, Jonathan Taves, who uh, is shaky to start the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dennis Mulligan, Noah Gregor, uh, Jesper Bogvist, Max Comtois. Wow. Danton Heinen and Thomas Nosek. Oh my god. Oh yeah, and Parise is one of the names. Oh, Parise is still oh my god, there's still a lot of guys. There's still a decent amount of guys, but no one else is gonna be like a big one. The biggest goalies, right? You want to hear the best goalies remaining are? Who? Yaroslav Alak, who's 38. Martin Jones, which I could tell you as a Kraken fan, not good. Um, he's gonna get an AHL deal. And and Alex Stalock. Oh man! Yes, I think he won. He was a final for the Masterson Trophy. He definitely had a good year, yeah. mind you. From what I heard, he came back from. I think he had like myocarditis, like myocarditis, some heart issue. I remember last year. Yeah, he did. He did because of COVID. Yeah, it's similar to what uh, Jonathan Taves was going through. That's scary. Post COVID syndromes, yeah, like yeah, a lot of them, a lot of players, like there have been a couple that have been pretty uh, vocal about it, but just the effects that COVID had on a lot of their bodies, like especially when they got it right when the pandemic started, is crazy. There's still a bunch of them that like haven't fully recovered yet. I think John Tavares was one of them that had Mm -hmm. some pretty serious long COVID issues. So that's scary. It is a scary thing. So I mean I, I think some team is definitely gonna give Alex. Given the fact he hit a, he almost had a nine ten save percentage with Chicago. Oh, 
So he's really like a 915. I would say so. Hey, Kraken, you need a backup goalie? No, because you're probably going to keep Dreer for another year or Joey Decord. I mean, because it would be bad. cheaper. Teams do need to but, load up on goalies, though. Playoff teams need as, as much goalie help as they can get. Vegas, Vegas is a prime example. That. Yeah. yeah. Third Pretty string goalie much. wins them the cup. Yeah. And then he gets I mean, a $5 million bag out of it. Oh, yeah. No, man. Got a bag. <laughs> yeah, I know. Might be too much, but we'll see. Yeah. Which. A certain, so another player wants a bag. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's let's rip the let's let's uh rip the bandaid off. I wore the hoodie to Well, like just stab the knife into the wound. Yeah, this is the first more. time I've shown any bias on this show, guys. I've been I've been a good boy. I can wear my okay. I can wear my leaf stuff now. The off season is the perfect time to be biased. Yeah, you know. So, speaking of guys that want money, um. Other than every player in the NHL, one wants a significant <laughs> amount of money. Um, so William Nylander again has been in contract talks with the Leafs with Bradshaw Living. He has one year left on his contract as of right now. Forty goal scorer last year. So the dispute is um, the Leafs want to pay William Nylander around eight million dollars, eight slash eight point five million dollars. So you know, like like pseudo fair market value i guess like i don't really know how to target it like some compare a comparable i saw that people were saying the other day was uh alex to who got a 7.8 million dollar contract i wouldn't mm-hmm. mind them giving eight and a half to me like nylander wants 10 million dollars like every hockey insider like elliot freeman and chris johnston said that the leafs are like hard set on eight million William Nylander and his camp are like hard set on $10 million. So like they're just living in completely different worlds. So a lot and of they, insiders really can't is the issue. They really can't. They can't afford it. Like they can't have those, four. They can't have four forwards all paying, all getting double digits. They don't have the cap room. Like this is the same issue they had last year when they had goalie injuries. They had to dress a goalie from the university of Toronto more than once. Which one? Oh, I don't remember his name. Something Alexander. Okay. Because I'm trying to, I, th- like, I was looking at, I'm looking at like all the, at SportTrack uh, list of salaries. So he wants around like $10 million. You know yeah. who gets paid around $10 million right now? Or around that area? Players. Huberto, Marner, Barkov, Andrzej Kopitar, Eichel, Tyler Sagan, Goudreau, Ovi, Chuck, uh, Kucherov, uh, Pasternak, Jamie Ben, Mark Stone. You know, like some of those guys, I think you can put his name in that conversation, but others, like you really can't. I don't feel like he, eh, maybe. Eichel, you can't. Andre, you can't. I like, like I said. I like the $8 million range with Nylander. I think like the number one thing that's like been the problem with the Leafs is that a bunch of their all-star talent just has not been willing to take their market value. Like we're going to have to see where, where Matthew's contract ends up. Matthew's contract is going to be a behemoth. And the worst part is I looked at the contracts, like looking at the contracts again, 
Matthews is the fourth highest right now in terms of a cap it. Oh, I know. And it's going to be the highest. He's going to be the highest. three more. Benarin, Benarin, McDavid, McKinnon. He he's gonna be the highest by the time that contract rolls around. Is he really uh, better? Is he is his money worth being better than those two? Because McDavid he, is I'm, I'm miles harsh, better but... than him. McKinnon is better than him. Panarin, I don't think so, but Panarin no, Panarin's an overpayment, but like he's really good with them. Yeah, and... I mean. He'll... I don't yeah. think he's better than McDavid, but McDavid's contract is uh, because of the time he signed. Um, what the Oilers have to worry about, like going to the Oilers, what they have to worry about is Leon Dreisaitl's deal ending because they're paying him only like $8 million to be the second best player in the NHL. Oh, they're screwed. They're screwed. <laughs> if they lose oh, he's going to get 13. There. He's going to get if 13. They lose, if they lose in the free agency, sell. <laughs> If they lose to the free agency, Connor McDavid might be like, okay, I just lost um my dynamic duo. Like I'm uh, gonna retire. What? <laughs> no, he's not gonna retire. Come home. Come home, Connor. No, no. they can't <laughs> they can't even afford Connor. that. No, they can't. <laughs> I don't feel like half the, the league can't afford him. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. And it's like this big problem, especially with the free agents I talked to, I talked about earlier. Like a bunch of those free agents in that class will probably be like around five, six million dollar range. And all like almost none of the NHL teams have that the kind of money that they'd be willing to shell out five million dollars for these players. Like to me, a really good value contract would be like a Phil Kessel at like around a million. I don't think that would be a bad deal. Like there are a couple Shit. of guys in that list where like if they're willing to take like two to two to three million, like that wouldn't be bad. There are a couple of guys though that I wouldn't touch with a 10 foot pole. Like there are especially like Martin Jones, you mentioned earlier, like unless he's an AHL signing, I'm not touching him. Yeah, I'm looking at this in terms of current cap space. Shout out cap friendly, by the way. Yes. <laughs> shout out cap friendly. Actually, I'm on Puckpedia, by the way. Oh, okay. Another so we're doing something new. So in terms of teams that can afford $5 million, uh, how many is that? If we're, going, if we're doing like $5.5 million, I mean, the Ducks can. Four, the Blackhawks can. Seven, eight, ten. Ten teams. That's, That's not it. a whole lot. The and Ducks, a bunch of these the Black guys Hawks, probably want to go to Yotes, contenders. The Jets. Seattle. Red Wings, Preds, Oilers, Sabres, Sens, Wild. That's it. And the Kraken will probably sharks not have... The Sharks don't even have... Oh, the Sharks. Wow. For reference, we have about 3 million. Kraken have 3 million more in cap than them. And How you guys possible? will... Like, you guys will How have less possible? when you sign Vince Dunn. Oh, yeah, but... Like, you guys will probably have... How is that possible? Have... That's so they have bad. a bunch of old guys who are making a lot of money. I never forget Mark Edward Vlasic, three more years, seven million. Eric Carlson makes eleven point five. Yeah, he's gonna be gone after this year. <laughs> yeah, but once again, what team to is gonna salary. be able to afford him? <laughs> they have to eat their salary. <laughs> well, they are openly saying they're not retaining half of his salary, but like, you're gonna have to. No team can afford it. No, 
If you, you know how many teams can take that $11 million contract? Three teams. Arizona, the Blackhawks, and the Ducks. You want to know what those three have in common? They suck. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to want to go there. Like, he's really not going to want to go there. And, like, with Eric Carlson, like, on that news front, like, I, I saw Seattle and Pittsburgh are still very no. interested in him. But I'm like, no. Pittsburgh has so many more issues. They need an actual defensive defenseman rather than an offensive guy like Carlson. Like, Brandon, like, it wouldn't be terrible. But if you have Latang, Carlson, and Petrie on your blue line, no, you guys are going to give up a shitload of goals, oh, especially die. with Tristan Jari in net. The like, first nope. pairings, Latang and Carlson, that's a horrible fitting. I'm telling you that. Right neither now. of them are defense, neither of them are defensive minded. No. Like, no. No. And then with the Kraken, like Power I play wouldn't would be even nasty. go after. Oh yeah. They probably like, score disgusting. goals in bunches. They probably have one of the nastiest offense in the league if he stays out the whole year. But like, yeah. No, Seattle, don't, don't, don't drink the stupid juice. I swear to God. In like unless they, it's twenty five percent salary, do not do this. And like, like they, to me, they need to use that space on Vince Dunn. Vince me, Dunn, there's no question. No there's no kidding. question. He's younger, a miles better defender. Stays healthy a lot more. Like, like clearly not no as good benefit. Clearly not as good on the offensive side, but to me, He's not Vince having Dunn that is kind better of at his, Yeah. To You're me, not gonna have that's done better again. just all around at his position than Carlson. Because Carlson, like, he's a very good skater, a very good offensive production guy. But at this stage in his career, especially, like, with his injury history, like, I, no, I wouldn't do it. He's like, not you even going to come close to having a year like he did last year again. Someone's going to be stupid in trade for him. It's going to be the Jets, ain't it? Um but if you're the Jets, I don't understand why you would do that because you're you want to rebuild. Like a lot of these teams, like Carlson wants to go to contender, but like a contender can't afford him. No, no. Like let's say he had the they had to eat the salary. It was like halfway. We said what's that? Like five point five million, five point seven. Yeah, around there, something like that. Like what is it? Eleven point something. Yeah, that's eleven on the dot. I mean, there is one team I think would be an interesting fit for Carlson because of where they are. But they'd have to move something out. Yeah. Like, the only team that could get it as contenders would be the Oilers and the Sabres. I was going to say, I was going to say, hear me out. The Sabres for a fit with Carlson? What, like Owen Power or something? I, I wouldn't get rid of Owen Power, but, like, you have a couple of guys that you can... You got a couple of guys that Ooh, you can play around with getting Samuelsons. away with. <laughs> I see if they could do a one for one swap. No, I'm kidding. If you can, <laughs> like, Jordan Greenway's a guy you can play around with getting rid of. Yeah. Like, Akpozo, if you can. I mean, Akpozo would be a decent idea. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Eric Carlson on the Sabres, and that's coming from me. I could see, I could see that. I think it's a good fit, honestly. The issue is with all these teams, it's just the money. Like a lot of teams, I'm sure would love to have them, but the 11.5, like that's hard to move. Even if you like, even if it's halfway, 
Like most teams can't afford it. The Rangers can't afford it. The Bruins can't afford it. The Canes can't avoid it. The Florida, Penguins can't, Florida afford, can't it. afford it. No one can avoid it. You know how many teams are over the cap, by the way? Like five? Try eight. Damn. Let's see. Avs. Not for problem. Islanders. LOL. We'll get to that in a minute. How are they over? Do you want to understand? Did you see the deals they gave out? Verlamo, I mean, I kind of want to understand. Mind you, they signed Scott Mayfield for seven years. Seven f- years of Scott Mayfield. How the fuck are the Canadians over the cap? The Canadians are over the cap. The Penguins are over the cap because, of course, they are. That I get. Vegas, obviously. Vancouver's $3 million over the cap. 3.6. Jesus Christ. How oh, is that except- possible? Wait, okay, the halves are right not now. necessarily over the cap because they have guys on like LTIR. Like LTIR, but that's still bad. How is but that possible? When those guys come back, they'll be over. Oh shit! What is causing the beat? Brockbesters getting six point six. They gave Andre Kuzmenko five point five. They gave Connor Garland five. Yeah, yeah. What's crazy that's... to me is I'm looking at next year. Oh my god, I forgot. And Elias Peterson's an RFA after this after next season. Oh my god, Canucks. They're screwed. Tanner Peterson's got three million. Bill Villiers got four million. Oh my god. Mikhail's got four point seven million for another three years. I told you. I told you. Like it's Jesus a lot of former Leafs go places like former Leafs that weren't even really that great. Like they were role players. And they go out and make like these ridiculous contracts. I'm like, did you guys not watch a single game they played? You know, it's the best case to understand how stupid they are. What's the best case? Carson Seuss, he was our sixth defender. <laughs> yeah, the Canucks this. drank the absolute biggest stupid juice here. They gave him a three-year deal for $9.75 million. So, like... 3.3 average 3.25 3.25 yeah a year mm. he was i don't even know if he was making 1 million last year i need to look up his stats hang on a second he's mediocre incarnate he was fu- he was fine for what he did with seattle cuz he was our sixth defender he split time with so... magna and kale flurry it was like a revolving yeah. door at that spot 16 points in 78 games yeah he was our sixth defender they gave him $3.25 million. Yikes. To go with Philip Hronick. What are they doing? And Philip Hronick was like one of the worst trades they did because they don't and have Tyler a cap space. And Tyler Myers is there. You know how much Tyler Myers is making this season? Isn't he making like six? Six. Yeah. What What are they doing? I, I, like, I don't I'd know what the Bank of are trying to do. off a bridge if I was a Canucks fan. Like I that don't really know what would. they're trying to do. This is that's disgusting. That is gross incompetence of cap space. Who's their GM again? <laughs> it's not Jim Benning anymore. They got rid of him. It's, oh wait, I know who it is. Who it's is it? Jr. <gasps> oh, that's why they. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That makes it's yeah. JR. Penguins fans, Penguins fans, and like I you got rid of you got rid of bad to just as bad. <laughs> I've I've followed the Pens for a long time too. Jr. Yeah, so his last couple with, of years were like, uh, the, the uh, Lightning are three point nine million over the cap. That can <laughs> how are the Canadians over the cap? That's crazy. 
<laughs> You're not mentioning the big elephant in the room at the top. Oh, you guys, oh, you guys are screwed. We're eight million dollars over. Million over the cap. Goodbye, Nylan. <laughs> There's no way you God guys. Keep, if you keep him, I'll be shocked because I didn't know how much you actually gave the players until I looked. Like Domi's getting three million. Yeah, Bertuzzi's getting five million. Like you're gonna have to clear up some money, and I genuinely don't know what that's gonna be. Matt Murray buyout. Because we still have LTIR space, but Nat Murray's buyout is like the only thing they can do. And they're doing it like the second the next buyout window opens. Didn't they already lose Samsonov as well? Uh, no, we still have to re-sign him. <laughs> oh, God. He's, he's a restrictive free agent. We're so fucked. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're going to have to buy out Matt Murray. That's a start. Oh, yeah. Uh, number... I like the Klingberg move. I just don't like it. It's on you guys. Like, hang on a second. Like, how much you money might do we to, have actually, in uh, have LTIR? Two. None. Oh, yeah. We're still $3 million over. With all. <laughs> oh. Yeah. They're they're so See, screwed. If they're going to have to buy out two people. Like, Jake Muzzin might never play again. Yeah, but he, we need him for the LTIR space. Yeah. So we yeah, can't trade to. him. So we can't we can't get rid Let's of him. Trade his contract. Maybe Arizona wants this. Yeah, but <laughs> that gives them, that gives them the LTIR space. They can use the uh, five point seven million dollars that he makes for a different player. So they're keeping him, or they're going to acquire someone who will never play again and get more LTIR space and circumvent the cap. People forget that the Leafs invented that system, by the way. We've been circumventing the cap for like three years now. Oh, yeah. And we still suck ass. If I were to guess, though, one, I think Nylander might get traded. Two. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take a little gamble here. I think they trade either Camp or Yarn Crook. One of those two isn't making it to the opening day roster. Hmm. One is gone. I'm going to say Camp. They just re-signed him, though. Like... Oh, like two weeks ago, they just resigned him. Maybe. Um, so it might be Yarn Crook instead, it but could be. Yeah. I'd say Ryan Rees, but nope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, let's sign him. With, let's sign him to a deal on. with term. That have makes all the sense. Have fun navigating that cap hell. That's a buyout contender if I've ever seen one. Good God. And the Atlantic looks tough. Yeah, I know. I I still think the Leafs, I think, can slash will win the Atlantic. But, like, yikes. Yeah. Like I said, at least you're not, like, at least you're not the Pens, Canadians, Canucks, or Islanders. I don't think the Penguins are in that bad of shape. I think, like, their only bad move was Jari, paying him that much money. Jari was, no. Because, like, I like all of their signings except for the Jari one and simply because it was too much money. Yeah, but the issues now because of that. Yeah, it's a bad move. It's a bad move for a big reason, though. They're now well over the cap. Didn't they also re-sign Marcus Peterson? Uh, I don't think so. Or was he already on that deal? He was already on it. I mean... They yeah, got he's four million on Marcus Peterson. They got two. Why the f- why is Ian Ruda making almost three million? Oh because of the covering tax. Good lord. You know, 
I think they can trade Marcus Patterson. They're going to have to trade somebody because if not, it's going to be bye-bye Gensel and then Penn's fans cry. And then they're screwed if that happens. Yeah, I mean, if they could get rid of Granlin, that would be that would be ideal they because I think that was one of the worst contracts that uh, Hextall signed. Jeff Carter's deal runs out that next year. That trade was year, horrible. So. I still can't believe they gave up a second for Mikhail Granlin. Couldn't tell you because he and didn't the worst really part add was, all that much. The worst part was they were going to be absolutely even stupider to trade for JT Miller. Thank God they didn't. But my hot take on that was they would have made the playoffs if they traded for JT Miller, but their problem would have been, been really, really bad down the road. Because they were going to try to do what the Red Wings try to do by extending their playoff streak. Yeah, but I think they the were first round for another four more years. Yeah, that's what oh I'm yeah, doing. you could get smacked by uh, a New York team again. Think of the revenue. That would have been Boston. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like normally with uh, the my Penguins following, it's normally oh, yeah. a New York team that uh that gets them. Just remember, if they beat Chicago, Florida doesn't make that run to the final. And granted, we probably play the Bruins, but you know. Yeah, die. <laughs> I don't think so. The Leafs were built to play the Bruins. They weren't built to play the Panthers. And it was clear from the oh, second round. Oh, you forgot. You keep forgetting the second round. Oh, yeah. You forgot we won a round. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You forgot the like... one taste of glory I've had in what? Uh, 18 years? Yes. No, it was 19. It was 19 years. God damn. Yeah, 19 years. Yeah, I know. But think about next year. <laughs> think about next year you know how long i've been hearing that don't worry there's always next year don't worry there's always next year times 50 fucking eight just start repeating in your head like in the corner we can and we will he's not there anymore i don't even care no. anymore i don't even care anymore he's with pittsburgh he's gonna win like three cups with pittsburgh and then I'm he's up to talk in a tone voice now with brad tree living as your gm yeah, I, Brad Trilliving doesn't really have like a whole lot of personality. Well, that man is as flat as a board. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean he's not as bad as Mike Babcock. Whenever he gives interviews, because Mike Babcock, like, his his interviews are always the same. He always sits there with his hands like this, like you know, uh, we got a lot of good players, and uh, pain, pain's coming. You know, pain's coming. Uh, I think we're gonna get a lot of good players, and uh, I'm gonna bench Jason Spezza for the first game against the Senators. I'm gonna stop I'm myself before I look at this. I'm also Blue gonna prevent. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna have like a sharp look <laughs> at them. Uh, how they're already down to only about like four million or four point five million in cap. Damn. That's what happens when Zacharensky is on a nine point five million dollar deal for like fucking forever. I Damon always Severson forget they signed him to a nine million dollar deal. I always forget Damon that. Severson's getting six million forever. Ivan Provorov is getting paid another four point seven million for two years. Eric oh, and they have getting a, four million for three years. They have a lot of RFAs coming up soon. Oh boy, let's see who their RFAs are. Oh god, Tierra uh, Alexander Texier, Kirill yeah. Marchenko, Cole Cylinder, Kent Johnson, Emil Benstrom, Liam Fadiyushri, Tim Bernie, Nick 
Blankenberg, Jake Bean, oh. you're so screwed. <laughs> you're so screwed. Oh my thing. god. And they're gonna lose Jack Rosovic to free agency. Yep, yep, yep. You are absolutely screwed. And they had a shitload of cap space last year. This Except they happened. signed Johnny Gaudreau to a like crazy extension. It wasn't the fact that they signed Gaudreau to the extension. The, 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 the moment I started getting worried, what they did was when they brought in Erica Branson for three years on $4 million. We need grit and veteranosity. He's awful. Yeah, but he has grit and he's tall. I don't even think he's 30. He's tall and a big meanie. So give him $3 million. Give him first line minutes. You know, you know, give him Babcock top will do it once. Minutes. He will do it once. He'll put him on. Yeah, the I know. I, hey, at least he won't play Justin Hall in the top pairing with Morgan Riley for two years, even though people were screaming no, about he's do not Eric doing Branson that. with Damon Severson. All right. But hey, this is not the worst situation for defensemen. The worst situation with defensemen is Detroit. Because they could have Detroit. a defense pairing of Shane Gustis pair and Justin Hall on the same defensive pairing, which is a fucking nightmare. And they also have Ben Sherratt, too. Let's not forget that. Who's their defense? Wait, let me see what their defense is like. Detroit's oh, decor is bad. Good fucking God. <laughs> ben Sherratt, Shane Gustis pair, Hall. Justin Hall. Jake Wallman, Olimata, Morris Sider. Oh my God. <laughs> After their first pairing in Sider and Wallman, that is terrible. Justin Hall and Shane Gostas Barrow on the same D pairing, baby. Oh, Dude, they're going to win the Sherrod and Justin Hall. Dude, whichever pair they put Justin Hall on is winning the Masters. They're winning They'll the break Masters. They'll break Risto's record, bro. Oh they're they're going to win the Masters. They're going to be at least a minus 50. They're winning they're, the Masters. They're going to break the record that Rasmus Ristolainen has had with the Sabres. Oh, God. What was that? It was, was like that minus like 43. Minus... <laughs> Hang on. I need to look this up. A something like it was like minus 42 or minus 43 or something like that. It was awful. NHL record plus minus. What the f- Oh, wait, no. I'm, I'm doing the wrong way. Justin Best Hall- plus minus in one NHL season. I How much was Justin Hall making minus. with you guys? Um. Okay, Rasmus Ristolainen doesn't have the record. Does he not? No. Is it like someone with the Canadians back way back it when? Is, uh, Ro- it is William Robert Mickelson. He played <laughs> for the... Washington Capitals, and he was hey, you a know minus what? That makes 82. sense. He was, was a minus it was 82. Probably that, it was probably their like, opening expansion years. That makes sense, Yeah, it was their inaugural actually. season. It was their Dude, inaugural that season. Lot, that makes a lot of sense now. Minus 80 fucking two. Oh, my God. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> you told me you the minus one every night. Yeah, like, and that was before the 82-game season. That was before 82-game seasons. So it was worse. Stop it. Yikes. Oh, yeah. Looking, how much, like, on do you think on the top of your head he was making? Oh, uh, Justin Hall? Yeah, with the Leafs. Wasn't it like 1.5 million or something like that? It wasn't that much. Are you serious? It wasn't that much. Oh, bro, he's making double that now. 
I am not surprised. He's making three point four mil. No, 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 no. There's no way. There's no way. He was making two million last year. Yeah, I'm not surprised. He got a one point four. Yeah, he was making two mil a year. Detroit. So they gave him a raise. Just remember that Justin Hall was on the ice for like 18 of 21 goals against in the first round against Tampa. And they <laughs> saw that and they're like, you know what? I want to give this man a $1.4 million dollar fucking raise. And I'm sorry. I, there's no pairing of Olimata, Justin Hall, Shingo Spare, and Ben Chirot that's going to make that defense look good. And all four of them are bad on their own. <laughs> Well, the best of those four is Alimata. And I, I know. And Alimata is like That's not bad. even all that great. He's a guy you play on the third pair as your fifth or sixth defenseman. This is not a guy you give top three minutes to. Justin Hall is going to play on the second oh pair with Shane Gospis Bear. It's going, it's no, going, going to be, be Hall. It's going to be Hall and Ben Sharon. It's going to be awful. That might be even worse. <laughs> We're hauling Olimata. Oh my god. That might if it's hauling no, Mata, they're gonna break the Masters record. I'm telling you right now. There is no combination of that decor that puts a solid pairing with Justin Hall. There's not they're gonna one. have to do something. They're gonna have to do like Morris Sider with Ben Sherrod and Wallman with like <laughs> or Hall. They can't like they can't look now with these moves. You can't play Wallman with Cider, which is what they need to do because they're both yeah. good. And like you're gonna screw both of them up because Detroit's they're be massively worse without. And Detroit, like they got a little bit better with the Debrinket trade, which like we'll get to here in a second because mm-hmm. we're talking about Detroit right now. But like to me they have they don't really have a lot of top end talent yet and they've been going at this rebuild for a couple of years like i don't i'm I- not sure what the direction is like they their forward core isn't bad like they got larkin they got who's pretty good forwards. they got him to bring it cop comfort they got daniel Robbie sprong Fabry, too. daniel sprong which i think will be a nice depth michael rasmussen yeah. not to mention obviously lucas raymond like but like those talent. goalies, those goalies in that defense core, they are they're they're they not going anywhere. They, signed, they gave a deal to James Reimer. Yeah. Apparently. They're running with Lily Husso, who was bad last year. Mm. And you toss it up to journeyman Alex Lyon or James Reimer, who's been terrible the last few years. Uh, yeah, Detroit is um and mind <clears throat> Yo, you go, you go say first. I guess their forward core is gonna be the thing that's carrying them, but like their D core no. and their goaltending is an anchor. No, it's gonna kill them. Like and I'm sorry, even if the Sens got a little worse right now, I still think Kubalik is a great player oh, yeah. to have there. And not to mention I think they have a lot of solid players, although the Sens gave a deal to Zach McEwen. Mm. Yeah, don't. We're not going to talk about that one. But overall, I I think I'd like the Sens more than the Red Wings. And mind you, so do I. 
I mean, they're just like, setting themselves up to finish seventh again this year. Like to me, I think Detroit was a team that got slightly better because, like, overall, I'll read the trade details. So Alex DeBrinkett obviously goes to Detroit and he signs a four year, $7.875 million average annual value with the Wings. Uh, yes. The Senators get. A 2024 first round pick, it's conditional. They either get um, Detroit's first or Boston's first. Um, mm-hmm. A 2024 fourth round pick, Dominic Kubalik, who is a, a run-of-the-mill like 40 to 50 point player in a given season, so he's not bad. And uh, defensive prospect Donovan Sabrango, who played mixed in the AHL and the ECHL. So like he's going to be a long-term project for them. But in terms of this, in terms of this deal, I think Detroit got slightly better. Like they got a guy like they got a top scoring winger, which is always good. Like they're in demand, got him for a decent contract. And like the Sens to me got like, I wouldn't say like they're, they're definitely a little bit worse off for this, but I don't think it's as bad as what people have been saying. Like, I get it sucks to lose, like, a potential 40-goal scoring winger on your team, but to me, like, from watching the Sens last year, I just don't think that Debrinkit was a great fit there to begin with. Like, it just didn't really work out. No. Granted, you don't want to trade a seventh overall pick for him, but which is what they did. Like the Sens traded a seventh overall pick and a high second round pick for him. And a third. Yeah. Like I I think Detroit is going to end up like winning this trade, but I don't think it's going to be as lopsided as it looks right now. So like, I guess we'll have to see. Like, I think, yeah, go ahead. It just bugged me because like, I think the trade helps Ottawa, I think even more because they really like the cap's going to hurt them less with to bring it gone. Kubelay is a good guy who's going to play on the third line. They have enough talent to play on two two good lines. Oh, yeah. With Drew and Batherson and Norris and Chuck and all them, like, that they really can – he's obsolete at the end of the day. And they have young t- talent who's playing good as well. So it's Oh, like, yeah. And I think they loaded up on their defense, which I think is a better – Answer. They brought back Travis Hamanick for basically nothing, and I think that's a good decent. deal as well for two it's years. Decent. Yeah, play like third line minutes for a guy like him. He's a guy yeah. with a lot of experience. I think that's a great move for them to help their young players and keeping. And they have Chitra for two more years, so I just yeah, think like... the Red Wings just built themselves to be stuck in seventh again in what's going to be a tough set Atlantic. Yeah, like, both teams, I don't really see them getting better or worse with these deals. Like, I think they're just kind of stay the same. Detroit gets a guy that they need. They needed, like, more scoring. Ottawa gets – they recoup ad- assets from trading for Debrinkit last year. 
And like, you know, I think like it's going to be decent for both. I don't think it screws over both by any means mm-hmm. of the word. Like, I think it's just going to be like, it's not an upgrade. It's not a downgrade. I think it's a side grade for both. I could agree with that. Yeah. I think they both did pretty decent. Like Detroit's had a pretty active couple of days too. Like it's kind of weird to think about it because like Detroit lost one of like their better prospects a couple of days ago. Like Phillips Adina got waived a couple of days ago. And the crazy thing about Phillips Adina to me, he's a former first round pick. So like a guy with significant upside, right? And like he signed a contract like on August 24th, 2022. So less than a calendar year ago and gets waived for a contract termination. It was mutually agreed that they wanted to terminate his contract. The guy put $4 million on the table to bet for himself. And then it comes out today that he signs with San Jose for $1.1 million for one year. Yeah, that's crazy. He's betting on himself with San Jose. Wait, what? Yeah, he wants to get a more prominent role with San Jose, but like, to me, Detroit's system is just better suited what? for him. Especially with the addition of Debrinket. Like, you could be on that line. Philip Sedina's a pretty good passer. That's like, stupid. I don't blame Detroit for getting rid of him. Like, Zadina wanted a more uh, no, prominent Detroit made the role. Right there. What the f- he like, he's 23 realize... years old. Hold up. 23 years old, former sixth overall pick. Um, his NHL career, he has 190 games to his name, 28 goals, 40 assists for 68 points, but a glaring minus 51. Like, Let's say he does play on like the top line or the second line, considering the best two players on the forward core for the Sharks are their centers right now. Because mm-hmm. Carlson will be gone. So what? So I'm hearing this that he is gonna that the first two lines for the Sharks are gonna be Hurdle, LeBanc, and Duclair, and the second line is gonna be like Kachur, Barabanov, Zadina. Oi! And he passed up a chance playing with Debrinket, and mind you, I think Detroit has solid centers as well. They have pretty decent yeah. ones. They they. Like he played with like yeah, David Perron or something like yeah, that. Perron too. and yeah, or Andrew Cop. Dude, I, I this to me screams fumbling the bag. That is next level stupid. Because you go because from a team that's like a bubbling playoff contender to a team that's the worst not team in the league. Close, yeah, the worst team in the league. I'm saying about that right now. That is yeah. they're going to be the worst team in the league. Once Carlson is shipped off. And possibly hurdle if someone wants that contract. That's a big if. They're like, the worst I, team in the league. I don't understand it. I really don't. Because like they That's... have Detroit had all of these weapons around him to be successful. And they wanted Zadina to be successful because he's a former sixth overall pick. Like they wouldn't have taken yeah. him that high if they didn't value him. And he turns out more money. For a bigger role and yeah. three million dollars less, he left. Mind you, he playing for the three worst million team. on the table. 
and he had term on his contract to play with worse talent on a horrible team. And a team that's not is, is going to be the, vying for the top draft pick next year. Like, yeah, they'll probably be fighting for first overall. Like, I just don't understand, like, why Zadina wanted this kind of change. Or, like, that's they, they even tried to trade him. Like, Detroit tried to trade him to get something out of him. But he got, like, no interest from the league that they just had to waive him. That's a loss Which is Detroit, still crazy to can't. me. That's not their fault. It's not. It's really not. Like, they tried. Just to me, Zadino wanted that change of scenery, and I don't know if it's going to be the best thing for his career. Like, I hope it works out. Me too, but, but it's just like, I just don't understand it. We talked about it last time with how just awful the Sharks are built. Yeah, because they, they've and been like, handcuffed with a bunch he goes of on guys. the top two lines. I don't even think he's guaranteed on like, there. Even Oscar Limbaugh might beat him out. And if that I happens, think he's a bottom six player. Do you know who the Do you know who the other two centers are? No. Nico Sturm, Luke Cunning. Oi, yeah, he's playing. You're bottom not six. putting up twenty points that season. Nope he's he's playing bottom six. And, and the other wingers are. The other wingers are Giovanni Smith, Fabian Zurland, and who is the other one? Oh my God. Oh, they don't even have another winger right now. They they don't have a single left winger. Oh my god. He They have two left wingers on the entire roster. Duclair and Limbaugh, that's it. Oh my god. Like we maybe Alex Barabanov. He's a right winger. Yeah. I mean a lot of wings can switch left to right. So. Yeah, true. So but he's gonna play top line minutes. He's not. I don't think he's going to play top line minutes. I really don't. They're going to have. And he's not even a UFA after this. He's still an RFA after this. So yeah. So he can't even choose where he goes. No, if he's not going to beat out Baron Bonov, Lindblom, Duclair, and LeBanc, he's going to be stuck on the bottom pair. So meaning he's not getting more than twenty points this season. Like I to me, this screams you fumbled a bag and you're gonna be playing in the KHL next season. Or the Blackhawks. <laughs> I don't even uh, think okay. that. Like I if he puts up another subpar season, I think That's there's true. a he's gonna be stuck on the worst team. He's gonna be stuck on the worst team in the league right now. I think there's a very good chance there. he plays in Europe. I think there's a very good chance he plays in Europe yeah. next year. You might have to. Like that's crazy. Like, yeah, it's one of those things where, like, you know, he had a lot of opportunities with the wings. I personally think he should have stayed for another year to develop, but I guess both sides saw it differently. And to not get anything out of your former six overall pick stings for the wings, too. It's not like they make out like bandits just in this a lose. It's just a lose on both sides. Yeah, like Detroit the wings hurt because they six. swung and missed. Yeah. And Zadina is possibly running himself out of the league. Yeah, like he's 23, so there's still more time, but like it's not looking good. Good God. It's not looking good, but 
Um, we'll we'll stay in the Pacific, so we'll talk about we'll talk about your team. So, uh, you guys re-signed uh, Will Borgen and you signed Pierre Edward Belmar. Two signings I think are pretty decent for where you guys are. Um. So let's see here. I think Belmar. Let me get to uh Seattle's cat friendly real quick because I Belmar think Belmar got a one year basically league minimum. That's not bad for debt. Yeah, it's it's seven yeah. uh seven hundred and seventy five thousand. Yeah, not Will bad. Borgen got two years, basically two point seven a year, and then they oh that's solid. Kale Flurry for two years at one point six million, so basically eight hundred thousand. Yeah, that that's. That's solid. I think that does you guys a lot of good considering like you might be making a big splash move soon or you might be signing your best fucking defenseman. They better. I swear to God. I swear to God. Seattle, don't do this right now. You're, we have you're enough good defensemen. You're going to send Nick into a, a fucking depression that has not been into the sun if I see Carl. If Carlson ends up in Seattle, I'm gonna scream to the sun. I'm gonna get so angry. It's gonna. I be think unreal. if they get they have him, to resign Everly as well. Next, I season. think if they can get Eric Carlson at 25 percent of his salary, they'll be fine. They're not going to. Oh yeah, I don't think they are either. But like hypothetically, I bring some team just does something stupid. Please, pen like please take half a salary. Just don't send him here. And. It is just not worth it. It's. I just would not. say, I would say Arizona would take another half of his uh, salary, but like they can't do that anymore because of how much salary retention they have on other guys. They already used it all. Yeah, that's. They just keep spending it on everybody. because Arizona's not a real fucking team, <laughs> and they're still somehow not the worst one. Nope. Imagine being a Coyotes fan. Yeah. So the um Houston Coyotes. What's a move that fan. you would like to see the Kraken do? Um considering that there are free agents still available. Um like would you want them thing. to chase a Tarasenko? Would you want them to possibly get Kane at a reduced rate? If Kane wanted to take a less lesser role, you know who I think I want Seattle to get yeah. on a bottom pairing, but I don't know. Did he retire? Um, Paul Stastny. I don't think he retired. If they were able to get him cheap, I'd want to bring in Paul Stastny for a year. I don't think that's a bad idea, considering he's got. Did he? Does his contract run out yet? Yes, it did. Yeah, with the was it the Canes? He was with last yeah. year. Yeah, it was a it was a one or two year deal with the Canes that expired last season. Okay. But have... Yeah, I wouldn't mind them doing that because he was a twenty two point player in seventy three games. Not bad. And he's a center, right? Yeah. Yeah, we definitely. I he think he's perfect for the center and he can play the wing. And he's he'd be a perfect solid for the fourth, fourth line. line. Like he would be perfect for us to like. One mil have... to league men. Yeah. You get him there, that'd be the perfect that'd be the perfect fourth liner. For the yeah. like with Tanev and maybe Yamamoto or Belmar, whoever makes the fourth line. 
they go with Tanev and then like I I would like it a lot. I would want Seattle to do that and then re-sign Vince Dunn and then I'm perfectly set for next year. Another guy I wouldn't mind seeing you guys potentially get. I wouldn't mind seeing a PS Suter on a on Seattle. Yes, Suter, I could see that. He's got a lot of speed to him. He's got he's a lot like of a speed really to consistent him. Player though. He's got he's like a twenty five point guy. Yeah, that would work. There there are a couple of guys I can see you going after. 30 points last year. If we made Morgan Geeky and um, Ryan Donato almost have 30 points. Morgan Geeky had 30 points, and Ryan Donato almost did. Like, if we make those two almost do that, like, we could do it with just about anybody, I feel like. There are a couple of guys on this list. Like, I could see you guys getting, like, a Paul Stastny. Danton Heinen is a guy. I could possibly see you guys getting like there there are a couple of guys that I could I can see. Would I like to see him get Sarasenko? Yes. Do I think they should? Personally, no. Yeah. Because I think Burakovsky is like one is gonna be their big player. And I think Jane Schwartz is getting better yeah. every year. Not to mention McCann is amazing. Like, I don't think we really need a star right now. Yeah, I think we have like, enough talent plus our depth. I could see you guys doing like a couple of like adjustments yeah. to it. Like a guy that I saw like potentially on Seattle's radar is a guy like Jonathan Taves for like leadership. I could definitely, I would like that because you know what? He could score like 40, 30, 40 points. I could see that. Yeah. It would be, I would like that. I don't know how, how much you think they would have to give him though. Oh, they're a projection he got nine I saw last time. A projection I saw was around the 1.7 million mark, which is I not bad. I would do bad. that in a heartbeat. Yeah, that's not bad. If he's a guy who can put up 30, 40 points with a terrible Blackhawks team, I'd yeah. shut that out in a minute. Like, to me, like, the Kraken's number one goal should be getting Vince Dunn signed for, like, under 8 million if they can do it. If they get Vince Dunn signed under 8 million, that would be the biggest W in this franchise ever. If they could get him around like six and a half, seven, that's a massive win. And I think because even oh. if oh ignore my phone right now. But I'm um you. no, I'm kidding. <laughs> if they re-sign Vince Dunn, the biggest thing that will help them as well for next year is that Justin Schultz's contract runs out. Oh yeah. And he's about $3 million. So if they could just eat it this season, they're not going to be hurting too much going into next year because they still have Kale Fleury re-signed again. They have Will Borgen re-signed. And Dumoulin's for two years. Let's pray he's not terrible. Um, like They'll basically have their sixth defenseman for this season and next year. Yeah. Barring terrible play. I they'll think have you guys will still be a playoff them. team. I think you still will. <laughs> Because you guys had like 100 points this year. And re-signed done. We're going to get better next year. Oh, I yeah. By, I think we're going we're gonna to do another dumb prediction here. Okay. I think we finish better than the Kings next year. I can see that because, like, to me, I don't really like the PLD trade for them because of how much they gave up, like, four roster Is it the trade players. or the extension or both? <laughs> both. It's both. Now, for me, it's the extension. The extension's a bad bit for me. To me, it screams Andre Kopitar replacement when he retires. They have a hundred thousand left in cap space, by the way. 
Oh, I know. Who are they paying? Uh, Kopitar, PLD, Drew Downey. Oh, right. Drew Downey's getting 11 million. I forgot about that. He's making like 11 mil, isn't he? Yeah, he's making 11 million. Kopitar's making 10. PLD's making 8.5. Kevin Fiala's making 7.8, which I think is actually a steal, mind you. Yeah. Denault's making Denault's making 5.5. Denault's making, oh my god, he is making 5.5. Adrian Kempe's making 5.5 million. Kempe's a stud, though. I will stand by this. Adrian Kempe's a damn good player. Oh, the bad one, though. Vladislav Gavrikov. You know how much he's making? Almost Uh, 6 million. I was going to say, it was like 5.8 or something like that. It was two more years, mind you. Yeah, I was going to say, it was like 5.8 or something crazy. So, what I'm looking at is that basically, they're not going to have a ton of money next year to... Uh, Almost none. Because Kopitar is making 10 until next season where he uh, goes down to 7. That's weird. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That all right. They signed him to two extra years. Yeah, I think I think we could be chasing. I think we might snipe second. I think you guys are second or third. I don't know who's gonna take over Vegas, but I think you guys are second or third. I think we snipe the Oilers. I think the Oilers finished third. It depends on the Oilers goaltending, which I think a lot of teams it depends on their goaltending, but Hi, I'm Jack Campbell. I'm getting paid uh, how much? Five uh, by five. five million. I'm getting paid five million to sit on the bench. <laughs> Thanks, Oilers. Appreciate you, even though I love Jack Campbell. <laughs> and mind you, T-Zeko turned into a pylon at the end of the season. Like the very, like during the playoffs. He's making six million for the next three years. Oh, yeah. Mind you, Cody CeCe's there. <laughs> oh, I forgot Cody CC was there. <laughs> You don't eat there for those two years. He's making oh. three point two million. You make three. I was gonna say they gave Cody Cece a pretty million. long contract after his t- after his one year with Pittsburgh, where he was decent. Bro, he's making three point two million for two more years. Uh, and to give you an idea, Justin Hall makes more than Cody Cece. <laughs> for fuck's sakes! Good lord. Teams just did not know how to spend wisely the last few years, the last nope. two years. My God. And we're like in a flat cap situation too. Like the cap yeah, the not cap's like gone not up. gone up. It'll go up next year, but it still just has not gone up. This is called idiocy. Welcome to this episode of You're Fucked. <laughs> Welcome to this episode of You're Fucked. Uh, the Oilers aren't in. That bad of a spot. They still got a decent bit left. They still got six yeah, million. They How they do? I don't know. I think they still have nah, a couple if of you're... RFAs to resign. Oh, I opened up an ad. Uh, if I were to guess a few teams that I think are screwed, the Avs locked themselves in the hell. Yeah, but they won a cup, so who cares? The Avs won a cup, they got so. I mean, the only RFAs I see are Ben Myers and Ross Colton. That's yeah, not bad. But like, I think wait, they traded really... for Ross Colton without signing him. Yes. I don't know why teams do that, but okay. they're over the cap, by the way. By how much? Uh, like a few hundred thousand. 
Oh, that's not terrible. But like, I think they're gonna really regret that Milesway contract. I think that was dumb as hell. Oh yeah, you know it's fine. They Just Ryan Johansson. They why why would you bring in Ryan Johansson? How much money do they give him? Um, how much you think? Oh, if they gave him more than two million, I'm gonna freak. How about you double that? They gave him four. <laughs> He's there for another two years. You gave him four million dollars. He's making almost as much as a Arturi Lekkinen. Let that sink in. <laughs> oh no. There is no shot they gave him four million dollars. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that more than his last contract, or am I nuts? No, no, he got paid stupid money. You got paid like almost eight mil with the with the Preds. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, he was making eight million last year. He's made eight million since 2017. <sighs> that man's got a fat bank account right now. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, he's been making. That was an eight. It was an eight by eight. Wow. <laughs> that costume was an eight by eight. God. Oh, damn. I think that's what it was. I think they traded him to Colorado with half the salary. Yeah. Which, but, thank fuck they did, because if they didn't, no, they would not have done that. No, no, no. But the worst part about it, and this isn't their fault, it's just really bad luck. All the injuries to Landeskog. Yeah. Landis Cog is probably going to be out long term. Yeah, I was going to say. He's not playing next year. There's not even a guarantee he plays the year after. I don't know if he plays again. He might not, which is the scary thing. LTIR space, let's fucking go, baby. Well, they might have to do this Cogliano even back, because I know he took a very bad. Yeah, you know, his his neck only uh, got broken, you know. Yeah. Rub some dirt on it and come back. I mean, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, if you're Mike Babcock, you might. I mean, his, well, his about... uh, yeah, like his opinions on concussions are uh, Neanderthalic. So part of it is self-induced. I think trading for Johansson is a mistake. I think signing Wood for six years is going to be a long mistake. Yeah, unless God they damn. get, unless they're getting that that really. There was that one year Miles Wood put up solid numbers. You're not getting that wood for at least three years. You are gonna hate this deal by the end of it. I think they're gonna hate it by next year. And then, mind you, um, I don't know if they can void the contract yet, but uh, Nichushkin, uh-huh. possibly run yourself out of the league. Possibly run yourself out of the country. Effects. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we are we already touched that i we don't i don't want to get no, back no, no, no. we're not again. we're not talking about it yet but like as a previous episode we, unless, we mentioned it yeah plug plug the previous episodes um but long story short he's got four more years at 6.1 million so unless it's like a deshaun watson like you can fold that wait i don't even think they, no they folded that contract but yeah unless it's like that where you can fold the contract which Right now, the NHL doesn't do. Do they? They nope. don't do the Kovalchuk or no? <laughs> nope. Oh no, they just punished the Devils for. Yeah, they made the Devils hand over like a bunch of picks. And not the Blackhawks or the 
as we love that. Nice. Is still paying Ilya Kovalchuk? I'm curious. You check that for me. I want to see. Or they waive him to terminate his contract. They are still paying Ilya Kovalchuk. Yes, they no are. Way. So if I look at this right now, I'll see this. Yeah, Hold recapture up. penalty, Ilya Kovalchuk. Where is this? $250,000. Bro, they got three. They got three buyouts. <laughs> yep. They got three buyouts this year. Corey Schneider, uh, Yanni Kukinen, and uh, <laughs> Corey Schneider. Corey Schneider went like almost a year and a half without winning a game in his entire career. He went almost a year and a half without winning a game. I'm paying him two million. <laughs> Past doubles years in a nutshell. Because at least they're they look a lot. The Devils are this good year. now, though. Well, their team looks sick this year. I'm hoping they don't regret Timo Meyer contract. But let's they're going to be they're going to be the first. Battle. They're going to be first in the Eastern Conference, which means they're going to get embarrassed by someone. They're probably going to get beat by the Rangers in the first round or some shit. Oh my god! Teabag by a rival. Or, or they're gonna they're gonna be lead, they're gonna score four times in game seven, have three of the goals called off, and the Leafs are gonna beat them. LOL. Yeah. What's the thing that happened last season when the Devils went on like their huge winning streak? They scored like three goals. All of them got disallowed. The Leafs beat them. Matt Murray nice. pushed it, pushed his goalposts off of its moorings like four times. Nice. Oh, they should have lost that game. I, I, I am like leaves through and through. I'll put on the freaking uh, the blind goggles any day of the week when it comes to stuff like that. But they should have lost that game. They should have lost that game by like five goals, but they didn't. They won, and we ended the Devils winning streak. L plus ratio plus you're bad. I want to get. <laughs> I want to do one last thing here. Yeah. I want to ask you, what do you think are two of the worst contracts? One in the Western Conference, one in the Eastern Conference. And what were what, what was the one of the best moves Western and Eastern Conferences? Like this year? This year, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh boy, I got to look at the signings. It could also be trades as well. Just any free agency move. Ah shit, cat friendly. I'm gonna need you for this one. Um, you think of the best ones? The... I know what the worst one is. I got the worst for both. East in the and eastern, West. in the Eastern Conference, I know what the worst one is. What's yours? <laughs> uh, Justin Hall getting signed to Detroit on a deal with term over a million dollars. I'm on the one off the head. What do you think? Oh, it's one of two, both on the same team. <laughs> which one? Which one's probably more egregious to me? Uh, it's the Pro Rob one. No, no, it's the Seamerson one. Actually, that deal <laughs> awful. That is disgustingly bad. And mind you, he's gonna play top line minutes. With possibly Erica Branson or a very much injured Zach Wierenski coming back from like not oh, playing yeah, for like two yeah. straight years. He's going to be awful. Yeah, He's not... awful in the bad years at the Devils. Not ideal. Not good. And when was that? When he was playing top line minutes. 
I think I have the worst for the Western Conference. Underratedly bad. What's yours? Because I think I might the know. The Ducks right. signing Alex Kalorn. That one was really four bad. Four-year deal <laughs> worth $6.25 million a year. Wait, it was how much? $6.25 million a year. Oh, my By the way, Alex Kalorn is, will be 37 when that deal is over. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. You know what's the wildest thing? About the Ducks, that makes it unreally bad. Yeah. At least right now, they have two forwards guaranteed after 2024. Do they really? Ryan Strome, Alex Killorn. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> after the 2024-2025 oh season, they have two forwards. That's it. Oh, that is so goddamn bad. <laughs> That is so bad. Do you know who their top six paid forwards are right now? You're gonna, you're gonna have a stroke when you. I don't, to this. but it's gonna be funny as fuck. Alex Kalorn, six point two five million. Adam Henrique, five point eight million. <laughs> Jakob Silverberg, five point two five million. Ryan Strom, five million for another four years, mind you. Oh. Frank Vitrano, three point six five million. Brock McGinn, two point seven five million. <laughs> oh my like god! Ducks, like they, if the Ducks didn't have Terry and Zegers, they'd be the worst team in the league. If they didn't have Zegers, they'd be the worst team in the league. Now Terry also helps them, but like if they didn't have either yeah. of those two. Oh, by the way, uh, fun fact: uh, both RFA's right now. <laughs> But I think they have the highest cap, so it's not that much of an issue. You mean to tell me they signed Alex actual Kerfoot before they signed Troy Terry and Trevor Zegers to new contracts? They didn't sign Kerfoot, they signed Kalor. <laughs> oh god, that was a that was even worse slip. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> Freudian slip. Now he went to the Yotes. Yeah, I, I fucking but yeah. No, they have oh wait, no, no, they have two more players on the entire team. But they're both defensemen after 2024 or 2025 season. Uh, Cam Fowler getting 6.5 million, which that one I can uh, I can live with. He's solid enough that Cam Fowler solid, yeah, he'll get traded. Rocco Gudis. Oh my god! Four million. They 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 gave him how much? Four million for three years. (laughs) Yes. What? <laughs> He's yeah. not even good. How much would you make it before though? Let's let's do a little search here. Surface says they gave Radko Gudis four million a year. He was making two point five last year. They gave him a raise, <laughs> like almost almost a one hundred percent raise. But Anaheim, like Anaheim, <laughs> Anaheim, the top. <laughs> Did not go up. What the fuck are you doing? You know what's the funny thing? Even with those bad moves, you know how much cap they have right now? They have the most by a decent bit. They still have $27 million. Okay, it makes it a little bit easier, but you still gave Radko Gudis a almost double fucking raise. Sorry. Who's their GM? Who's their GM? And what did they smoke during that? 
Who is their GM? I know it was Bob Murray. They retired. Bob was... Murray pretty much got forced out. Hang on a second. Yeah. Who is Doug their GM? GM. Who the fuck is it? Pat Verbeek. Pat Verbeek. Who is this? I don't know. Good lord. 20-year playing career. Oh, he has a Stanley Cup ring. The boys club is in the West Coast as no, well. No, no. He played for the stars. He played oh, for the okay, fucking okay, stars. Okay. I thought you were going to say he won a cup with the Ducks. But like, oh yeah, the Ducks did win a cup. I I had to like a I had to think about that for a second. I'm like, wait, did that? Yeah, they did. I mean, they got to pay Jamie Drysdale, Zegris, and Troy Terry, which are going to be the big things. Which is probably if how they they're going to spend make, there. If they all make eight million, that's twenty four million off of their twenty seven. Drysdale and Terry won't make eight. Zegris, you want to bet nine? <laughs> Zegris is going to make nine. Oh, well, they are stupid. Let's be honest. They did sign Shat. Kevin Shattenkirk to a long deal that turned into crap. John Klingberg. Oof. I was gonna say you want woof. <laughs> John Klingberg woof. Um at least they have no one buried. That's the only good thing, but yeah. Oh wait, they have John Gibson still, don't forget. Yeah, and they have to trade him too. Because yeah, he doesn't want to play point... another game for the ducks. He's also making six point four million. Good luck. <laughs> Fucking hell. They're gonna have to till 2027. <laughs> what the hell did the ducks do? They're so screwed. they're screwed, man. What were they doing? The ducks might give the sharks a run for their money for one of the <laughs> worst might. teams. Like they I said, what's it for the fact they had Zegers and, and Terry? This is underrated. They passed on Adam Fantilli. Won the they draft. They chose Leo Carlson instead of Adam Fantilli. Yikes. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Jesus. They're still going to win a cup before the Leafs do. They're still going to. Christ, not anytime because... soon or not? Yeah, you think they're going to win a cup anytime soon? No, I'll be like, I'll yeah, be dead by that point. The day that, after that I die tough. will be the day that they win funny. the cup. Like it's game seven, you collapse with a heart attack. Oh, the way swim. That would be oh, the most foul a, thing ever. That is that is foul. That is <laughs> I mean, fucking that is fucking foul. This is God taking a piss on your life. He, he's no. gonna he's gonna be like making me look look like like hey, yeah. I'm gonna be like an, I'll, I'll be at like the gate. What gate I will be determined whether that's heaven or hell. That'll be to be determined. But <laughs> I'll be either be looking up or looking down, and I'll see them score the cup flinching goal. And I'll be like, "Well, fuck! You couldn't give me like ten more minutes." <laughs> oh my god! But it's just—it's <laughs> so tough for me because it's like. The cap, they're gonna get some more signings and be slightly better, but it's like it's just hard for me to like lineup is brutal, yeah. And still a, yeah brutal. And the fact that they a can't trade, they haven't found a true trade partner for Gibson by now is a little worrying. B, because the trade partner they had doesn't have the fucking cap space anymore. Nope, nope, nope. what's it gonna be? What's it going to be? One for one swap, Halibut for Gibson. No, that doesn't help either team. <laughs> it would be funny. You can't lie. It would be funny just seeing something stupid. 
that literally keeps both teams at the same point they're at. And both goalies would be unhappy still. Oh, they'd still be pissed. I think John Gibson would be even more pissed because he goes from California to fucking Winnipeg. <laughs> no oh, offense, man. no offense to Winnipeg, but like you, you, you know, you, you know. It makes oh sense God. that the two teams with the most cap space are two of the worst teams last year in the Bucks and Blackhawks. Yeah, you know. Connor Bedard's gonna make up at least half of like this salary cap space that the Blackhawks yeah. have in the oh, they in got Taylor years. Hall though. Oh, did they? Yeah. Which last last thing, last tangent I'll go off before we keep going or end it. Uh, I always find it funny when I look and see who's making who who signed after uh twenty twenty five, like who do they have signed for like a long term? They have like one guy. Oh no, wait! I know Seth Jones is because it gave him the fucking forever contract. Two guys. Seth Jones is one on the entire roster. I know Seth two Jones. guys signed after twenty twenty five. Yeah, he's one making up uh, nine point nine. To twenty thirty. <laughs> You're kidding. He's never going to twenty thirty. Oh my god. Twenty thirty. I'll be twenty fucking nine when that contract. Twenty. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Shit. Who's Connor the other one? Murphy? Oh, it is Connor Murphy. Damn it. Making four mil- four point four million. That's not as bad. That's about how much Seth Jones should be making. They have zero forwards signed after twenty twenty five. Hey, Connor Bedard, if he signs a three year uh, entry level contract, he'll be in until twenty twenty five. Because he'll be stuck there. Yeah, the the God, that's bad. That's really bad. They only have two forwards. They only have three forwards signed for next season. After next season, Taylor Hall, Andreas Athiyasiu, and Ryan Donato. Oh wait, yeah, they're the ones that paid Ryan Donato instead of you guys. Because they're dumb. I'm laughing they're way too hard stupid. at other teams, man. And my team they're has stupid, bro. Their first two pairings right now. Is Taylor Hall, Corey Perry, Tyler Johnson, or wherever Bedard plays? What's Bedard again? A winger? Center. He's a center. And then probably Bedard, Nick Foligno. If Bedard plays on the first fucking line. If Bedard plays on the first line. Bro, there's a 50% chance he does. It's, It's him or Tyler Johnson playing first center. Who are you taking? That's pretty bad. I'm taking Bedard. I don't even care. That's not like, who do I look like? Do I look like Max Kellerman when he's like, if there's a beam, if there's a beam named at the earth and there's a three point shot, you better hit it. I want Igudala. No, I'm not stupid. (laughs) I want Connor Bedard instead of Tyler fucking Johnson. Like their first line is going to be Corey Perry, Taylor Hall, and Connor Bedard. Oh. Oh my God. Yeah, they're they're winning like uh twenty games. How many wins? And that's this year? generous. Good lord, where's do they have a goalie sign? Oh, just Peter Morazic. 
Oh my god! <laughs> He's making four million. He makes how much? <laughs> Did the Leafs sign that contract? I think the Leafs signed that contract. They really? Wait, I could check. I could check. I could check. Look on Cat Friendly. Look up the GM that signed that deal. It was the Leafs. It was Kyle Dubas, wasn't it? It was Dubas. <laughs> They're still pe- <laughs> They took the entire salary. Yeah, because we traded them like a first round pick. They still took the whole salary. Yeah, because we had to give him like a first and a second to take him. You still won that trade. I know we did. Let me do a search here. What was Peter Morazic? No. What were his numbers? Mm. Oh, fuck. Hang on. I need, I need to look this up myself. Hang on a second. You can say these stats because they're glorious. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Mm. I, I need to laugh. Mind you, you only played 39 games. Is this last year? Oh yes. my god. You 39 games. You you I... read out these stats. Okay. So 39 games played. He went 10 and tw- he went 10, 22, and 3. Christ. A 3.66 goals against average with a 0.894 save percentage. He got his 10th win on the last game of the season he played, which was against Pittsburgh. Oh my god, he lost him. Oh man. He was he, one game away from not having 10 wins this year. He was worse on the Leafs last year. Did he play 20 more? games played? At 20 games played, he went 12 and 6. He had a 3.34 goals against average for a 0.888 save percentage. He was that worse. Atrocious. That he is was worse. Did I argue this season with the Blackhawks is worse because um the goals That's against average. The goals against average and the fact that even though the save percentage is 894, that's because you got shot on like at least 30 times a night, if not more. <laughs> like I'm counting a lot of 30s. I see at least four 40 saves, 40 save nights. I'm seeing at least 20 30 shot nights. And he was good with Detroit. He was decent. These with the truth. Yeah, he had some good. decent years. Good. And then it just fell the fuck apart. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't wait for call for uh the ducks or the uh Blackhawks to give Matt Dumba a six by seven. <laughs> Dude, don't even speak that into existence. If he gets Someone's a gonna six do by it. seven. He does, I'm gonna laugh my ass off. If he gets a six by seven, like I might actually like I might die. You might die. Anyways, so I think it's time to uh wrap Laugh up the show with a with a uh retirement that occurred, a player near and dear to my heart, and then we'll talk about next week's show because we got like a special thing going on. We do. Um, so to wrap it up, uh player very near and dear the final pick of the 2005 nhl draft patrick hornquist retired um to me like a lot of fond memories of him being on the back-to-back uh stanley cup winning teams with the pittsburgh penguins like 
heart and soul of that team from like 2015 to 2018. Like guy was a great player. The fact that he was able to have the career he did was just unheard of for a uh, final pick of the 2005 draft. I'll, let me pull up his stats here. So in his entire games. 901 games, 264 goals, 279 assists for 543 points. Not too shabby. Um, let's see what his career high was. Uh, his career high in points was 53 with Nashville. Um, highest goal total being 30 also with Nashville. Scored a couple of 25 goal seasons with the Penguins. Um my best memory of Patrick Hornquist was the goal he scored on Pecorine from behind the net to win the Penguins their second championship in 2016. All around, just great player. Uh, there's not like enough praise I could give him for the career he had, especially for the Mister Irrelevant of 2005, the same draft as Sidney Crosby. So, like, hats off to him. Great career. I I don't know if he gets to the Hall of Fame, but those two rings look pretty good on him. Yeah, yeah, I think it was, it was a draft with those him, Ov. I swear, Ryan Ov was, was the year that. before. Was he? Mm-hmm. Who else was there? Was Ryan Kessler it was Crosby. Um, Bobby Ryan was second overall. Ryan, Jack oh Johnson was fucking third. Yeah, that's funny. But that to me, I think it's always impre- like it's always impressive when you see someone who gets taken in like the fifth or sixth round, they carve out like a long career, even if oh, yeah. like, Patrick Hornquist is not going to be a Hall of Famer, absolutely. But like, he's going to be yeah. someone who's, he's going to be loved in Nashville. He's going to be loved in. I don't Pittsburgh. know if he's going to be loving Nashville because of what he did to them in the cup final. But... Well, that also is true, but they also have a lot of, I say good memories with him. Oh yeah. And I then the Panthers do too. He he was dearly missed. He Pittsburgh. was good. I remember he, the day he was, he was traded, it and hurt. me just looking up, going, "What the fuck are they doing?" Because it was Patrick Hornquist, I think, from Mike Matheson. I want to say, yes. It was just not a great deal. Like Hornquist, I think it worked was. out for them in the end. I mean, the Penguins traded Matheson Man. like a year later, so like it was like two years, but something yeah. like that. But I think but, it worked out for them a little bit in the end. But like, it's still it, it, like a guy like Hornquist is so. Really I don't know. He's just someone who, playoff performer. Yeah, he's someone who is always huge for a team when the lights are the brightest. Oh yeah, overtime like he was. He was a real deal. But yeah, just great career for him. Hats off to him. Um, now for. A little bit of a next week's news. It's going to be kind of a weird one. I don't, it's definitely not going to be a normal episode for our standards. It's going to be a little bit more of a laid back and fun one. For reference, one is going to be in a different setting. Yeah, I know. We're going to be in person again. We're not going to be recording from our rooms. Two, we're going to be together for the first time Since. since we, since summer has started. I think May 5th was the last in-person yes. show. Let me check. May 3rd. It was May 3rd or 5th. I don't remember what it was. I know it was the last day of finals for me. It was May 3rd. Yeah, it was the last day of finals for me. It was the last day of finals. No, I know you left before that, right? 
May 3rd. You left before the finals, like the last day of school finals, right? I left on the last day of finals. In ju- no, wait, because I was there the last day of finals. I think I was there for an extra two days or something like that. Oh, yeah, that you were there for the weekend. Yeah, so it was the third. It was the yeah. third. So, yeah, since May 3rd, this is going to be the first time we're in person. And last but not least, you're going to have someone else on it. I know we're gonna have our, we're gonna have our good friend Harley on the show. He's a pretty prominent figure for Duquesne Student Radio, so we'll have him he on. Is. Probably give him a little bit of trivia questions. I might write a couple for Nick too for Seattle. Like I might just do an in general like NHL trivia. Try to stump me if you can figure out any, and like you can like go to like before I was born, you'll be able to yeah. stump me on that. But um you know it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty fun like we might hit on some news as it happens like we might hit like a couple of stuff but in general be like pretty fun experience advertise some uh pretty fun stuff that you can do with duquesne student radio advertise some of the stuff that nick does other than this show what i'm getting involved with as well so it'll be a pretty fun one nice and laid back uh not sure how long it'll be like we'll try to like I really don't know. All I know is it's gonna get uploaded, so we'll see how it goes. And we are looking forward to it. Oh yeah, absolutely. But, but I think with that we're gonna wrap I, it up. I think we are good to wrap it up. It is currently eleven oh three in our time, so it's yes, gonna be sir. a late upload. Sorry about that, guys, but it is what it is. Uh we'll still advertise it on everywhere, but um also, a new thing we have, we have a new social media platform, Threads. We're on there now. Yes. We try to be a little bit more active on there, especially when they let you have more than one account on there. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, let us have more than one account on Threads, please. It makes my life so much easier to run. <laughs> but with that being said, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you next week for Duke Day. Um, Until then, have a good week. See you guys later. See you all later.